You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As we try to teach the machine, or as I like to say, la máquina, some Spanish on this day after Christmas, Dímelo! What's going on, Sean? Merry Christmas! Dímelo! How many O's do I need to do at the end? Was that good enough? Dímelo! Dímelo is, is, is a very Latin Caribbean phrase where it literally translates to, tell me, tell me about it. What's going on? So I'm Cuban, so I have another show called Dímelo. And, and if, if you really want, if you're walking down the street, down in Kansas City, going to have some barbecue, going to talk about the Chiefs. I say, Sean, the Chiefs, Dimelo! You know, with like 75 O's. But if you're sad, something bad happened, like the Broncos, Dimelo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that, oh, the Broncos are the, def- they're the definition of sad. They're the definition of sad. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We'll, we'll get into that. Plenty to get into. And happy year along with us the day after Christmas. Forget the sales. This is where you're going to get all that money to make up for all what you bought for Christmas and everything like that. So BetQL Daily here on the BetQL app. Uh, BetQL app. You can also find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. You can stream us on the Odyssey app, the YouTube channel of Odyssey Sports. And, of course, on Twitter, my favorite place, you can find us at BetQL Daily. Sean, where can we find you on the old Twitter machine? At Sean Levine KC is the place to find me if you want to be mildly entertained with my tweets. I like it. I like it. I'm at J-Rod Show, J-R-O-D Show. We're joined by a cast of thousands and you. Plenty to get to today. We're going to have Brad Spielberger from uh, Pro Football Focus. He's going to be with us. Going to look ahead toward this interesting. yesterday maybe that explains what happened to Tua uh we'll get into that but let's get into uh last night we put uh, a bow a bow on the weekend week 16 Monday night tonight of course uh we've got the Chargers and Colts and Machine what do we make of Tom Brady okay 250th NFL win that's a record. His first Christmas Day game, Christmas night game. The Bucks still awful. 3-11-1 against the number. They didn't cover, but they got the win, staying alive, and now a win away from winning the division. Yeah, and Tom Brady's numbers, they weren't great. He threw the ball 48 times to get to 281 yards, had just one touchdown to go along with those two interceptions. But the only number that really matters, J-Rod, is they had 19 and the Cardinals had 16, and they remain alive in the playoff hunt. And I keep trying to tell anybody that will listen, put your money on a team like the Buccaneers once the playoffs start, especially in the NFC. Not to win the Super Bowl, but if you're just somebody that's trying to figure out which team's going to come out of the NFC, unless you know something that I don't, Philly is meant to be got. 
So is Dallas. So is Minnesota. So is San Francisco. I can tell you the flaws of all these teams. So if there's not a heavy favorite, doesn't it feel like, J-Rod, if the Bucks keep winning and they get in, maybe it's worth laying a couple of bucks on them? Sure. I just don't understand why this team takes so long to get going. I mean, like I had the over yesterday on Brady Yards. It was 269 and a half, and I thought I was cooked. I mean, he got 281. That's with the overtime, but I felt like he got a good chunk of it, like the last half of the fourth quarter and into the overtime. Why does I know Arizona's terrible in the second half? I know Cliff Kingsbury, all the all the narrative there. Why does it? They were dead in the water. They had nothing but six points at the half. Why does it take so long? I think that it's natural digression of Tom Brady that for every other human being would have come a long, long time ago. I mean, think about all the other guys that are around Tom Brady's age. You know, they're doing chilling with their grandkids. You know, like they're not playing NFL football right now. And his numbers aren't terrible, but they're not Tom Brady-like. And so when he takes a step back, it feels like the entire team has. Obviously, they've had to deal with injuries. The defense isn't quite as good. And a coaching change. So there's been a lot of stuff, not to mention the offseason, that that guy dealt with and is still dealing with right now. So it feels like Brady has more going on this year, whether it's on the field or off the field in his personal life. Andy's getting a little older. Andy can see kind of the end of this thing coming. And now you can see the struggles that are following. So I'm not too surprised. The good thing is the division that they play in, there's not really any teams that are worth, you know, you look at the Saints, all right, maybe. Carolina, eh, they do control their own destiny, which is crazy. But if anybody's putting money on anybody except for the Bucks in this division, that's nuts. Yeah, well, and next week, a huge game. Carolina at Tampa, essentially, essentially for the NFC South Division Championship. Tampa Bay wins that game, win the South, and get into the playoffs Uh you know, they're seven and eight is Tampa going into that. And and Carolina, six and nine. We could have had a three-way tie, by the way, if the Bucks had lost that game. At the NFC South for six and nine. And by the way, the Bucks five and a half point home favorites in that game. My gut reaction says I'm taking the Bucks. I mean, I'm taking the Panthers in that one because, again, we talked about it. Tampa Bay now three, 11, and one against the number this season and Brady in primetime is awful. That's a day game next week, but we'll see how that works out. Another game that we'll get into is what happened yesterday is the Packers go into Miami, punch the dolphins in the mouth two of three interceptions all in the fourth quarter. There's rumblings that maybe he was concussed. He fell on his head. Blah, 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 blah. Packers shut out Miami in the second half. That's the most impressive stat of the game for me. Green Bay still alive and in the hunt, and Miami reeling. Fourth straight loss, but yet Miami still controls their destiny. They went out at New England and against the Jets, and the Dolphins get in. Yeah, you're down in Miami, so you tell me. Are the Dolphins more this team that we've seen the last few weeks, or are they the team at the beginning of the year that was beating everybody? Because for a while, I had them up there with the big boys, man. I thought that it was Kansas City and Buffalo, and you can throw Cincinnati in there. For a minute, I had Baltimore. But, bro, I've been talking about the Dolphins all year. Is it time for me to jump ship? Yeah, they are the, they are the streakiest bunch of dudes I've ever seen. They won the first three games of the year, then lose three, then win five in a row, 
Now they've lost four in a row. It's it, it's it's amazing. And and the, the one thing everyone kept saying out here is what's going to happen when there is turmoil. Mike McDaniel, the hey cool, I'm going to play some guitar at the party, try to get some girls. You know, hey, he's that guy, right? He's that guy that's like the smartest guy, the coolest guy, trying to be the coolest guy in the room. Brings the guitar to the house party. All of a sudden, how does he how does he keep this from leaking? And all of a sudden, Tua now. Three interceptions, what's going on? And now they go to New England next week. You know it's going to be cold. Here comes that narrative again. It was actually cold here. It was about 45 degrees at game time here in Miami, and he lost that game. They go to New England. They're a point-and-a-half favorite up in New England. I, I, I I think it's absolute panic time. I think the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs. Wow. First of all, there's nothing wrong with being the guy that brings his acoustic to the party. That was kind of my move. You find a big tree and sit underneath it with the guitar. Maybe he brings something else to try to break the mood. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'd have to look at the back pocket, too. I'm just saying I would have the guitar. And, you know, hey, girls, anything by Dave Matthews, man, I can take care of. But I'm with you, man. The problem with the Dolphins, the reason they're so up and down, and they're not even really streaky. They're more like bipolar, where you never know which Dolphins are going to get. They they go as Tua goes. Look at that game yesterday, J-Rod. In the first half, heck, by the end of the first quarter, dude had 190-something yards and was tossing 80-yard touchdowns, and it looked like he was just going to run away with it and have another one of those huge games. And then you look at the second half, where, as you mentioned, the Dolphins got shut out. Why? Because Tua all of a sudden turned back into the guy that everybody's had questions about since he came out of Alabama. So that's still the problem is all these other, quote-unquote, elite teams, teams that we think can make moves in the playoffs, they've got the quarterback. Right, they've got it figured out. I just still have questions about Tua in Miami. Yeah, and here's my question: Like, I, I think the Dolphins are done. I think they're cooked. I think they're going to go to. I think Belichick is sitting there like that meme guy behind the tree, you know, just sitting there like that, going, "Oh yeah, Tua, Gargamel. I got you now, He's buddy. Gargamel. I got you now, buddy." But the Packers on the other side, listen. Uh, great run by Aaron Rodgers and company. They're seven and eight. They still got a long way to go. I mean, to, to make the playoffs, you know, they've got to leapfrog three teams to, to get into the playoffs, the lions, the Seahawks, and the commanders who sit in the last spot, but they're kind of in control. All of a sudden green Bay hosts Minnesota. Who's got nothing to play for. They're in already. They've won their division. Um, and then hosts the lions. The last game of the season are the Packers getting into the playoffs. Oh, man, that's a great question. First of all, I'm not going to give them the credit that you are for the run that they've been on. Maybe it's because I'm holding a ticket that said earlier this year, a futures bet that they were going to win over 10 and a half. They ain't getting there, so I can go ahead and crumble that thing up. But, yeah, it is impressive what they've done when everybody basically had written them off. I do think because of the schedule, because they got back-to-back home games, because they're playing teams that don't have a lot to play for, I think it's just going to work out well for them. And then once they get in, everything I said about Tampa Bay, rinse and repeat with Green Bay. Like, think about it. Yeah, they're not going to have a home game the same way that Tampa is, where I think Tampa wins just because, let's say, Dallas goes in there round one. At that point, you're telling me 
you feel more confident with Dak Prescott on the road versus Tom Brady at home in the playoffs? Maybe you, not me, but same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Like, once you get to the postseason, I know that he's faded away more than he's had success. Just look at the last couple of years, J-Rod, where his teams have won 13 games and been the number one seed, and they still couldn't figure out at home. So who knows? Maybe this is the path for him this year. Sneak in the back door, have to go on the road. We've seen it before, and I wouldn't be too surprised if Tampa Bay and Green Bay get in, if at least one of those two teams doesn't end up in the, in the championship game. Yeah, and it's so funny. And if you're the Cowboys, it's kind of a weird spot here because the Cowboys, you know, they beat a Jalen Hurts-less Eagles team. Although Gardner Minshew, my God, put on a show, right? You know, he, nice. he had him, he he had him nice. in the lead with the in the fourth quarter. Um, but if you're the Cowboys, you, you kind of want to stay as that first wild card because, yeah, you got to go on the road, but you're probably going to get the. You're not probably there. They're pretty much locked into that fifth spot. You're going to get the winner of the NFC South, whether it be Tampa Bay or Carolina. Uh, it's a road game, but I kind of like the Cowboys in that position. Oh, I love the Cowboys in that position, and I was actually arguing this yesterday. What do you think that line's going to be? Because let's say it actually comes to fruition, right? And we're looking at that a little bit down the line. I think it's a pick 'em. I know that a lot of public money comes in on the Cowboys, so they're probably going to be like a two-point favorite, but you don't often see a road team in the first round of the playoffs as a favorite. It's pretty rare. Oh, by the way, that road team will be taking on the greatest quarterback of all time. You're telling me people aren't going to be able to talk themselves into betting the Bucs on the money line? I will. Yeah, and it's crazy. And and I was kind of hoping – Tampa lost that game because I'm a big fan of, of chaos because you would have had two six and we'd had three six and nine teams in the NFC South, but it would have assured that the NFC South winner was going to have a losing record. And the, and here's a crazy thing: we've had uh, division winners with losing records. We had the Commanders at seven and nine. Well, they weren't the Commanders; they were the Washington Football Team. They're seven and nine. Yeah, we had the Panthers seven eight and one, and we had the Seahawks at seven and nine. And the crazy thing is the Seahawks and Panthers were losing record division winners actually won their first round playoff game. Washington didn't Washington lost to Tampa. So chaos would be great. And I still like though, if I'm Dallas going into a banged up Carolina or a banged up Tampa team. That uh, Seattle team that you're referring to, you remember what happened in that game, right? That was the Marshawn Lynch. That was the introduced the world. to the greatness I mean, it was just, of Marshawn Lynch. Nut- Everybody was sitting in front of their TV going, who is this dude? So, yeah, man, if you can get in, that's the whole key, especially with the expanded playoffs. I think we're going to keep seeing this going forward. Look, man, when you've got a division like the AFC East where nobody expected all four teams for the majority of the season to be over 500, same thing with the NFC East. All the teams playing over 500 most of the year, all of them in position to make the playoffs, that means you're also going to have some bad teams. And so, you know, so, so a couple of bad divisions out there. So the fact that we've got teams under 500 that are going to make the playoffs, I used to be the guy that complained about that. I'm not him anymore. If you just get into the dance, maybe you can take yeah. home the hottest girl from there. you got to figure it out once you get in. And I will say this. I don't want to spend too, time, too much time talking about the Broncos and Rams, but I'll tell you what. Nathaniel Hackett said something after that 51-14 blowout loss hey. against the champ that really got me going. He said, we weren't ready. How in the F are you not ready? Okay? There's no, there's no Cooper Cup. There's no Aaron Donald. There's no Matthew. It's Baker Mayfield, for God's sakes. 
and they put up 51. They The Rams scored on every possession of that game other than their last one, and that's when they were in victory formation and they kneeled. How do you give that up? How do, I mean, listen, I'm not about people getting fired, but Nathaniel Hackett is, is going to be working somewhere else next year. Yeah, I would think so, and I don't like people losing their job either, especially dudes I went to high school with. Blue Valley Northwest oh, High School, Oakland Park, Kansas, Nathaniel Hackett, but bro, Maybe they got a coaching job there. I don't know who the, the head coach of the old alma mater is these days, but yeah, it's not working for the Denver Broncos. It, uh, I, I'm with you. It's probably going to be one and done for that guy. Four year deal gave Nathaniel Hackett. I, I will say wow. this: got a hell of a good agent. Let's take a break. We come back. We're going to preview tonight's Monday Night Delight. Nick Foles is back in the mix. It's Chargers, Colts. We'll get into that next. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. 